0: Hi everybody, welcome back to another episode of Big Apple Hockey. It is a huge episode cuz we're going to be talking about the Stanley Cup finals today. Uh sorry guys, it's not with the blue shirts in there but oh, sorry. Where is it? There's the mute button. All right. I had to make sure I had another window open so I had uh I could actually see your uh results of the poll. Getting back getting back to us, I of course am come on, yeah freaking bastard of course mark williams and i'm joined by the man the myth the legend the one and only mr anthony laracco
1: The lightning can't possibly win three in a row can they i mean can they
0: i uh, this team looks like they can i will say that so we have so much to break down we're going to break down a lot for you there was also a lot of hockey news last night anthony Especially coming in late, I sent some to our group chat. And yep. uh, Kevin Weeks, man, does that guy have a great thing where he just reports from
1: anywhere. Yeah. So he's becoming right. he's, he's become one of the better insiders in the league.
0: Yeah, and good for him. Kevin Weeks is a great guy. By the way, you can see my breakdown of this series at BigAppleHockeyPodcast.com. We're going to have lots of articles this year, including uh, the teams and their uh, season reviews and season previews when it comes up. But we got the Colorado Avalanche versus the Tampa Bay Lightning starting tonight at 8 o'clock. And first things first, you got to look at those stars. And obviously, we watched six games. You know him well. Nikita Kucherov, just amazing in the playoffs. Those are actually his numbers before the Eastern Conference of Finals. Oops. And uh, We're off the he's, game, Mark. he's actually got 23 points now. So, yeah. my bad. And I got to tell you, Ant, I'm looking forward as a hockey fan to seeing this guy, Nate McKinnon, in the playoffs. And the, now he's got the Stanley Cup Finals. He has been a hell of a playoff player his entire career. Your thoughts
1: on the stars. Um, well, they often say your best players gotta be your best players. So you got you gotta look for these guys to perform and really carry their teams. Um, you know, Nate McKinnon, um, he's I mean, he skates, you know, almost as good as McDavid. Um, he kind of gallops up the ice, similar to McCarr. Um, he's very shifty. Um, he's this electric player, you know, he makes something happen every time he touches the puck. So um, Victor Hedman and Ryan McDonough. Um, and company have their work cut out for him because he's hard to contain when he really gets that extra gear, and especially
0: when they end up pairing him with Mika Rantanen, just one of the more uh, underrated yeah. players,
1: I believe, in the NHL. Yep, he, he's he's great. I mean, they listen, the avalanche got a lot of firepower. I mean, I know is going to be out to start the series, but I mean, even without him, Rantanen, McKinnon, um, Landeskog. Uh, Borakovsky, Nikushkin, um, you know, they they got guys that could score. And then don't forget how much offense that they're doing from the back end. They're really active. They really jump into the play and make it hard for the other team. So um, the Avalanche really, really have it all. I mean, the only area where Tampa Bay has the definitive edges in goal. But that's really about it. Yes.
0: These two teams do match up very well. We're going to get more to that defense right now because you look at their defense – And we're going to start with the Colorado Avalanche because we covered Tampa Bay for a little bit. Don't worry, Tampa Bay fans. We're going to get back to you in a second. But Kale McCarr, what a playoffs this guy has had.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I saw the other day about uh, betting favorites to win the the Conn Smythe. And Kale McCarr at the moment had the best odds out of everybody that's playing in the final right now. So, um No, he's he's been fantastic. I know much has been made during the regular season about his defensive game, Um, but you know he's he's vastly improved in that area. And just with how well he skates, that helps him defend. Because I mean, he could skate with anybody. I mean, you saw it in the last series. I mean, he stuck with Connor McDavid.
0: Yeah, I mean he's he's an excellent skater, Um, and. You got to wonder if it's a little bit that Colorado has a sort of dress rehearsal for him with Adam Fox, who won the Norris over him last year. But it's just one of those things that he's just, he, he he skates like the wind and he's got a bomb for a shot. Uh, I, I forgot what his goal totals were for the regular season, but man, that guy is, he just can do everything. And right now, Anthony's frozen. I'm going to just be quiet for one second to see if he is back. Not yet. We're going to get him back in one second. Uh, but by the way, the Tampa Lightning right now in the poll, this is pretty going to be a pretty even poll. Who do you got to win the Stanley Cup? Right now, Bay Lightning, 57% out of all of our votes. And it's going to be even more in a little bit. And we lost Anthony for uh, a second. Oh, don't worry. We still have each other, right? So, (laughs) anyway, uh, sorry. I'm also just slightly under the weather. I think I might have food poisoning from last night. That was fun. Uh, So, I am playing a little bit injured at the moment. Let's go to the Lightning, and let's go to Victor Hedman. Victor Hedman, uh, I, I believe those stats are now updated, but two goals, eight assists. He had an even rating so far with the Rangers in the East Conference Finals. You look at that Lightning D, and that Lightning D is excellent all the way through. Uh, You got Hedman, Ruta, uh, Bogosian, and McDonough. And, I mean, obviously, Sergachev too, who had, uh, I believe he had a pair of goals. He had his first goal in 40 games. I was surprised about that. Shocked, even. So we got Anthony back on. Or a black square.
1: <laughs> yeah, there he is. There he is. We're talking about how well McCarr defends. He defended my Wi-Fi. He shut it right down. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, <coughs> as I was saying, um, I think uh, I think Kale McCarr has been has been fantastic. Um, he's he, there's a reason he's the odds-on favorite to win the Smythe right now.
0: Yeah, and. Food poisoning? Did you eat Jose, Jack, or Johnny Walker? No, I didn't. I didn't really drink that what? much last night. <laughs> uh, I'm still trying to figure out what it was. It is. It hit me about 4:45 in the morning, and and well, let's 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 make sure I keep it G-rated for everybody. It just it just happened on both ends. But I mean, it, then you got Victor Hedman, who hasn't been really producing at the level offensively, uh, that. McCarr has but I mean Victor Edmond is also right up there as one of the best defensemen in the league
1: yeah absolutely um he's always going to be in the conversation to win a Norris uh also skates really well for a big man um and you know he's just a workhorse I mean he logs so many minutes uh you know he's the anchor of the lightning um you know without him you know their defense you know beside McDonough Sergachev becomes you know maybe even sort of suspect so Um, you know, he really brings that whole group together. Yeah. And
0: it's, it's amazing sometimes when you think about that, Ryan McDonough is a second pairing defenseman for him because he's, he was always a really good defenseman with the Rangers never broke through to elite, but, um, he's, he's one of those guys that you could just put him on a, on a on an assignment and not have to worry about him whatsoever. There was a couple different times. The Rangers got the best of them, but for the most part, he got the best of them. Moving on to the goalies, Anthony, we, we're going to talk about Vasilevsky in a minute, but we got to talk about Darcy Kemper and Pablo Francois. uh, Francois. Uh, These are Kemper's numbers. He brought his success from the desert in the regular season, but look at those numbers in the postseason. Your thoughts.
1: Well, he's uh, it was determined he's the game one starter. I know uh, up to a couple hours ago, I wasn't sure if it was gonna be Franco or, or Kemper, or it is Darcy Kemper. Um, you know, he he got the job done uh, in the regular season for sure. Um, he just needs to really bring that type of regular season game uh, in this series because uh, Tampa Bay um, is gonna come at him and come at him hard. So, um, you know, he's not he's not a bad goalie, he's he's de- he's definitely a um, I would say. A legit starter it's just when you're staring down Vasileski on the other end of the ice that could be a little intimidating um so kemper just got to keep himself composed and just give the avalanche a chance to win you know the the Avs' offense is is pretty spectacular um so he doesn't have to be Andre Vasileski uh for the avalanche to have success he just has to be good he doesn't have to be excellent he just has to be good and that well, should be good. moving
0: on. Yes. Right there. Well, it's, you mean, sorry, Darcy Kemper. Yeah. He just has to be good. Cause after all the, the avalanche got such a great amount of scoring and they got depth scoring. They could score almost any single line. We're going to have those under the radar players for us coming up in a second, but it's, it's one of those things just Kemper has always been the X factor. And he is able to steal a series. He did it when he was in the bubble with Arizona. And then he goes up against the Avalanche and gets smoked, but he would still like <laughs> find a way to steal a game. But now he's playing for the Avalanche. So it's if the Avalanche can lock down their defense, then Kemper just has to stay on his angles and he's really good with that. Then the next thing you only gotta ask Darcy Kemper to do is be healthy because Darcy yep. Kemper is his health, that's the only hurdle for the rest of it for his entire career. I mean, it goes all the way back to when he was in Minnesota. But the headline of the playoffs, uh, not necessarily the playoffs. I would say Kucherov has got a shot at it too. But Andre Vasilevsky, Anthony, just twelve and five, two point seven goals, two point two seven goals against average, point nine to eight save percentage in the playoffs. He was he was unbelievable in Florida. He was. Good versus the Rangers. I didn't think he was unbelievable against the Rangers. I thought Tampa played better defense than, he, than he was goaltending, but he's still also Andre Vasilevsky. So that's, that's the other thing about him.
1: Go ahead. Yeah. You know, um, he shut the door when it mattered in that Ranger series, you know, he was shaky mm-hmm. in the first two games, of the garden, but then after that, um, you know, they rattled off four straight wins. Um, and, you know, listen. We've said it. He's the easily the best money goalie in the NHL right now. Um, if he keeps this type of performance up in elimination games and whatnot, eventually he's going to be considered the best money goalie of all time. That's where it's trending towards. Um, I mean, that stat line I sent you guys. Uh, you know, after the Lightning closed out the Rangers with his stats in an elimination game, it's it's, it's video game. His goals his goals against average was like 0. 0.25. Um, it's just shutouts in the last six of seven, I believe it was. So he's, he's unbelievable. Um, and, you know, he clearly, like I said, he's, he's the best goalie in this series. Um, the lightning are just going to have to defend against the avalanche. That's what it comes down to their defense going up against the high octane abs. But um, Vasilevsky, um, you know, he may not have the best save percentage in numbers during the regular season. Um, you know, both New York goalies had, had better statistics than them. Uh, But in the playoffs, that's when it matters. So, you know, mm-hmm. if you want to be just, and I should say just because it's still really good, but if he's just like a nine seventeen save percentage in the regular season, I mean, who cares if he's going to be what he is in the playoffs. So um, he, he's phenomenal. And
0: let's go into some of the players that a lot of people don't exactly talk about. Let's go to our under the radar players. And Anthony, let me give you, let me get your Colorado Avalanche player that not a lot of people are mentioning
1: really pains me to say it, but Devon Taves, um, you know, the Islanders. By the way, more on him in a minute. Parted with him, unfortunately. Uh, as you see there, he's got 13 points in 14 games, I believe, in the playoffs thus far. Uh, in the regular season, he had 57 points. Um, he, you know, he really he really started to break out in his last year with the Islanders. You saw his, his offensive ability that he had, and he's a phenomenal skater. But since he's joined the Avs, he's become, um, you know, dare I say, elite Um Mm-hmm. you know I, I i think it was the last game that the it was the game that the avalanche closed out the oilers they interviewed mccarr in the post game um and he brought up Taves and talked about how you know how much of a godsend he's been to him and helping him grow uh you know and they work really great as a pair but um taves doesn't get enough credit you know he he skates really really good as well i mean i if it if, it were, if it weren't for Makar, there aren't many defensemen who skate better, who much better than him. So, just unfortunately for him, he's paired next to McCar. so he's the second best skater there. But um, he does everything well, jumps up in the play, you know, provides offense, can really stay with anybody. Uh, so, yeah, um, the, the the Lightning have to make sure they they don't lose sight of him either, because you know he could join the rush and hurt you from the back end as well. I remember when he
0: was playing with the Islanders and he just looked like one of their most well-rounded defensemen. Uh, We're going to talk more about him and the New York Islanders in a minute, but I'm going to get to a different guy that Colorado acquired. Arturi Lekkanen has been everything that they've wanted him to be and more. Uh, He has just been phenomenal. Uh, Six goals, five assists. You can see it right there. Last year, he scored the overtime winner to put Montreal in the Stanley Cup Finals against Tampa Bay. This year, he did it again. So... It's just, I, I, I he's, he's going to be one of those guys sound defensively grind it out and he's got some offensive, uh, offensive sniping abilities. So let's yeah, see he's, about that. he's a solid
1: player. He's definitely yeah. a solid player. Uh, who do you got RFA for too.
0: Tampa Bay? What?
1: Who do you got for Tampa Bay? Nick Paul. Nick Paul. Yeah. Go on. Not, not go any numbers, but, uh, man, you know, he, he really helped the lightning kind of get formed back to that third line they had last year with Goudreau, Gord and Coleman, you know, Nick Paul, um, brings energy. He skates well, he's a big guy playing a penalty kill. Um, he can chip in occasionally, uh, and he brings energy. So, um, I think he was, I think he's been really good for the lightning. He scored some key goals for them in the playoffs. albeit two, but some of them were big. Um, And, you know, again, he plays in all situations and, you know, could really play against another team's top line. So good acquisition for Julian Breezewa to get him at the deadline. Uh, Mm -hmm. But I look to him to be an important piece for the Lightning and trying to, you know, contain the Avalanche. And
0: then on top of that, when they lost Braden Point, Nick Paul slid up to the second line and filled in greatly for, uh, for, for Braden Point, obviously. And... Then Ross Colton filled in greatly for him. So, I mean, they just got guys that are just filling the holes everywhere. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go to his usual line mate because he's one of the guys that I think if he has a good series, it might be a quick series. And it's Brandon Hagel. Uh, He didn't exactly finish that great of the season with them. He's played well, but the lightning aren't exactly asking him to be carrying the team or to be a 20 goal scorer. Like he was in Chicago. But he's got one goal and a goalie in this playoffs. He had the most enthusiastic empty netter of all time, the one he put at Madison Square Garden. But the one thing that Tampa is going to ask Hagel is do not give them a bagel. I've used that joke already twice, and I, I have to – it's, it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. Comment on how terrible that is. That's just awful. Admonish him! So, <laughs> all right.
1: Anthony, what's your key matchup to watch? Um, I mean, I, I would, I would just say how, how the avalanche, um, can match up with, with the lightning and try to get them, get, get them away from Victor Hedman. Cause, uh, I think, I think that as good as McDonough is, I think guys like Ranton and McKinnon can just wear him down. You know, he, he's mm-hmm. not the fastest skater anymore. Um, and those guys bring a lot of speed. Uh, So, you know, because Hedman's rangy, he's long, has a long reach, and he could skate well. So it's not really the best of matchups for Nathan McKinnon. Um, But a guy like uh, Ryan McDonough, I I take McKinnon, you know, every day. So um, if if they can get that matchup, I think the Avalanche will have some success. What would be the
0: matchup on the other side, Uh, a defenseman for Colorado versus Tampa Bay?
1: Kucherov versus Makar.
0: Yes, because that's the one you actually told me to put down yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Kucherov versus Makar. Yeah, I mean, and that's going to be uh, can you can you contain Kucherov? That's going to be it right there. Well, if he Mine, skate, doing...
1: if he could skate with and stay with Connor McDavid, he'll definitely be able to skate with stay with Nikita Kucherov. There's no doubt about that. Mine, I'm going to go with the two injured centers. And it sounds weird that
0: I'm putting them as a matchup because they might end up being a matchup later in the series. But Braden Point versus Nazem Khadri. um, Maybe not necessarily a matchup. Maybe it's when they return, each one of them. Can't, who can produce and who can produce more? We're going to be talking more about Nazem Kadri in a minute in the Bar Talk segment. And it's... it, it Who's going to be at their top form? I... Uh, I've never had a broken thumb or even one put together by surgery. You know, I haven't really had many surgeries in my life, thank God. Um, but uh, so I don't know how it feels. Ah, oh, sorry, shit. Just I just activated the dog. All right, I'm, I'm gonna say the say the rest of this line. I don't know how it's gonna be when he um he uh, holds a stick. Braden Point, on the other hand, I've had I've had an injured groin that did not go well. So, um, hopefully his lower body injury is fine now, Anthony.
1: Yeah. You know, I think Braden point, don't get me wrong. Cause Kadri, has been great for Colorado, but I think points going to be a more is going to be a bigger addition to Tampa Bay. Cause, uh, you know, he could really drive play. Um, and without point, you know, they just, they just heavily rely on Kucherov and Stamco. So point coming back does a lot for Tampa Bay. Yes. So, the Avalanche will win if Darcy Kemper just plays like a like he did in regular season. Because I, I have no doubt in my mind that Colorado has the defensive capability um, and they have the, the offensive explosiveness. It's just a matter of um, if Kemper can keep Tampa Bay at bay. <laughs> um and if he does, and if he could put up a nine twenty-one save safe percentage that he had in the regular season, I think the Avalanche will win. I think it's my same advice that I gave the New York
0: Rangers um, in the Eastern Conference Final. Keep your mental game there. The Lightning have been through this so many times that they're going to get their goals. And you know what? To Colorado's credit, they have answered the bell every single time so far. They have been uh Edmonton answering the game. They they end up pushing, tying the game and going ahead. Uh look at game four in that series. That uh Edmonton, they went up four two. Edmonton ends up tying it, going to overtime. Lekken it doesn't even make them wait two minutes. Uh the entire Nashville series, every time Nashville got any momentum, Colorado snuffed them out. And then the one good team. Sorry guys, it's the only way to, for me to just say this. The one good team that they played was the St. Louis Blues, and then they lost their starting goaltender. And they haven't looked bad for any game except for game two versus St. Louis. And by the way, Anthony, that goal that Nate McKinnon scored in game five. Wow, chef's kiss. You gotta that was such an amazing goal. And St. Louis entered answered the bell and came back and tied the game with 50 yep. seconds remaining. So Anthony, um, uh, just adding a banner right there. I got to fix that. The Lightning
1: will win this series if. Well, with Braden Point coming back, if the trio, the third lines reunited of, of Ross Colton, Nick Paul, and Brandon Hagel, if they could play the way that Gord, Goudreau, and Coleman did for the Lightning the prior two years, uh, I think the Lightning will win because that just gives them a lot more depth. It gives them a speed and energy line that could keep up with another team's top line and also chip in offensively. Um, I think that could be a determining factor for Tampa Bay winning. Uh, And just the
0: Lightning need to be the Lightning they were the last four games. They completely stifled the Rangers. And when they were in Madison Square Garden, the Rangers dictated the matchups. John Cooper, we're going to be talking more about John Cooper in a minute, but John Cooper just basically made the adjustments and the series was over. That, that guy, you know, shout out to Hofstra alum, John, John Cooper. But that's, it's just, uh, the Rangers almost didn't have any answer. And the fact that the Rangers were in those games, I, I credit the Rangers, except for game four. They really just did not have it in game four. So to our predictions, we're going to go first with the man who's not here right now. Mr. John Fulkowski says lightning in five. That <laughs> is a bit bold old strategy yeah. cotton let's see how it works out for him. Anthony going to you. Avalanche in 7. And I have Lightning in 6. I think they are too close to history to let this happen. And Colorado is a hell of a good team. I just think they're too close to history. Pat Maroon's so going to be the first person to win four Stanley Cups since Anthony Uh New York Islanders. New York. Well, four straight Stanley Cups. That's what I should have said. My mistake. Since uh well, the New York so far, Islanders players. Or over.
1: will this be the first uh time since Marion Hosa uh Corey Perry with yeah. three three straight losses in the finals? Three straight losses
0: in the finals. I mean that's why the, if you can't beat them, you just join them. The um
1: so I want to get your reasoning. Why are you saying Avalanche is seven? I just think overall, um it looks like their year um, they got, they got everything in terms of the scoring. Their defense is incredible with the way they move up the ice and the pace of which they play at. Um, and I just think Tampa Bay, not nearly as fast. Um, and I think the only area they have them in is goal in goal, but the avalanche, I think could could score against Vasilevsky, their offense. They're, they're, they're that good. Um, and Tampa is going to get tired as the series goes on. You know, listen, you make it to play go to the finals three years in a row that wears on you um you know the avalanche are young fresh and hungry I don't know i I just think the avalanche are gonna pull it out
0: and you know what it they are loaded with talent and it's not anything against the lightning or even the avalanche why we pick one over the other these are the, these are really the right now the two best teams in the league they they really yep. are and uh, hopefully, hopefully that we'll see other teams soon enough in the future that are right over there. So we want to know what you guys think, uh, how many games you have for each team in the series right now. We have a poll open 47% are saying the lightning now. So the Colorado avalanche now have the lead on who you got to win the Stanley cup. I wonder how many of them are as fans. We're going to get to all your comments after our, our bar, our, bar talk segment. So let's don't forget also, by the way, everybody to, uh got it right there like share and subscribe and also hit that bell because those are very important those are all things that we need so anthony we're gonna go we're gonna head over to bar talk in a minute okay. um there isn't anything like we need to talk about right
1: uh i don't think there is no nah, i think there is at all. yeah all
0: right, all right. well Let's go. We'll go on to the bar. We'll go on to the bar talk. Um, Shoot. Where's that? Idiot. That would be hey, me. Don't worry about that, everybody.
1: What's up with your hair? I'm going to. Uh, sorry, what? What's up with your hair? Oh, my hair? Yeah. My hair's the
0: something. other, ha- the I, other I, hair. I think it looks good. It's fine. It's yeah. camera ready. The other hair. The other uh, hair. The other hair
1: oh my god <laughs> i'm a blonde dude, i didn't you, know I was like that dude you got you gotta get you gotta get a manscape oh my goodness
0: all right well first off thank you for telling me thank you for telling me about that we probably should have rehearsed this first but uh well i mean how would i get a manscaped i mean are they like our partners or something now yeah i think you have a nice i think you have a nice little link
1: there um, oh,
0: all right. Is it where you go to Manscaped.com, you put down BAH for Big Apple Hockey and get 20% off?
1: Yep. Okay. Yeah.
0: That would explain why I have
1: all this manscape stuff right behind me, guys.
0: So. I got
1: I, I got to tell you it's uh it's it's fantastic. You never have to worry about, you know, getting a get one of those dreaded nips. All right. Uh, painful. I'm just going to take care of this painful. real quick.
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, night, there we go.
1: It's good stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I, I swear by it. It is great. Um I just actually used mine the first time the other day. So uh I've I've always been like a guy that used the razor. Much more comfortable to do it like this. So yeah, there we go. So <laughs> all right guys, we're gonna go on to bar talk. And
1: I'm gonna take a shot on this one. You're gonna say beer
0: buying everybody around on this oh my god i i have to we're, we're gonna have to have rehearsed that again at some other point but also uh i do have to say that i do have to change the bar talk because obviously it's an old graphics and uh filk is much thinner now so that's another reason for us to do it but everybody welcome back to big apple hockey bar talk where we gauge our confidence on nhl topics based on our choice to drink are you so confident that you're buying everybody around you just like so so you'll take a beer or you know man i just need a shot that's all i need so anthony we'll start with this one and you know what i'm gonna stick with the wording on this but the new york rangers may have severed their relationship with capo caco after the healthy scratch in game six
1: shot um Saw Drury's comments today at his media availability. He talked to Kako, talked about how, you know, world-class player and still developing. They believe in him. Um, And I I think Kako is not really, um, you know, hugely offended by it. I think he understands. Uh, So, I mean, I I don't think it should have happened. I mean, in favor of Dryden and Hunt. I mean, I I get that, you know, Kako still hasn't produced offensively like everyone was expecting him to. But still, I mean, he's still better than – better play than Dryden Hunt on his worst day. So um, I don't get it. But no, overall, I don't think it's, this says several issues up at all. It's definitely a shot, 100%. Uh,
0: I want to agree with you. I'm going to go with beer because I heard the way he found out was getting to the arena and seeing the lineup card. So that's one thing. He already went through it, but supposedly Gerard Gallant took him aside, talked to him about it, and he also said... I see him being here for a long time. He's a world-class talent. His, his comments, too, because I, I think Gerard Gallant was trying to change things up. I don't agree with it. Uh, we got – it's – oh, hey, by the way, the Manscaped, huge money saver, according to what Mike is saying. But it's, it's one of those things that it's – I if you explain it to somebody, this was one out of a while just – communicate that's what you have to do it's important for every relationship whether or not it's coach a player a husband wife me and my laptop it's just how you have to get there all right this is the one that i smiled when i put this one down but also it's going to be a sensible answer anthony the islanders gave up on devon taves too early devon or gave up on devon taves devon
1: all right devon taves um And no, this is easily a shot. They didn't didn't give up. They didn't trade him because they were giving up on him like they thought that, um, you know, he wasn't going to pan out or he wasn't going to fit. They traded him because of the cap. He he was an RFA with arbitration eligibility. um, And due to their cap situation at the time, I think Lou feared that he might get awarded too much. Um, And unfortunately, at that time, Nick Letty still had two years left on his deal, five and a half. uh, And I guess he felt that Um, you know, he would have been harder to move and Taves had value and, you know, he can get a couple of picks and recoup some assets. Uh, So that's why he was moved. They didn't give up on him. So um, it's, it's a shot for sure.
0: I'm going to go shot as well. Uh, And I'm going to put it right over your face again. Sorry. But you know, it's, it's, it's amazing. That situation reminds me of something where it was, he was an RFA. They were afraid of him getting awarded too much money. Good player, but they had other players in the pipeline, Noah Dobson specifically, that could end up filling his role. God, what does that remind me of? Oh, basically Pavel Buchnevich, except as a defenseman. And again, I wish these guys success elsewhere, but that's how when you have to identify the guys you're going to go with, the Rangers did that. And uh, going back to the Islanders, the Islanders did that. They didn't want to give up on Devin Taves. I, I agree with you on that 100%. Devin Taves is a hell of a player. And I actually think if they actually were able to keep him one more year, who knows? Maybe they're the ones hoisting last year's Stanley Cup. But it wasn't meant to be. Anthony, going into the finals, Nate McKinnon will be the most electrifying player in these finals.
1: Round. Um, Kucherov is really good, but there's something about McKinnon. He does bring you out of your seat with just how fast he skates and how he moves. Um, You know, I think he's the most dynamic player. Uh, so this is easy for me. It's around. I got to go with you on that one.
0: It's definitely around. Nate McKinnon is going to be just right there. I, it, this guy's got to have a motor. He's going to be determined. Mm-hmm. Everybody has said this about him for years. He was never the reason why Colorado couldn't break through the conference finals. He was never the reason why they couldn't make it to the Stanley cup finals, but he is the reason why they are here right now he was his points per game. Fourth, uh, sorry, sixth all-time and behind two active players. And those two active players play with each other. It's Drysdale, uh, sorry, Drysaddle and McDavid. So, I mean, Nate McKinnon is going, he's worth the price of admission. I can't wait to see this. Going on to the two guys that are injured right now. Nazem Kadri means more to the Avs than Brandon Point means to the Lightning
1: well it kind of answered this before when I talked to I think I think point returning will mean more um, just because he's gonna bring a much more off- offensive depth not that Kadri wouldn't do that for Colorado but um I think Colorado even without him is has enough firepower to to really you know put up a lot of goals and points I' mean Kadri's great defensively and having him will help shut down the opposing teams but I think Braden point coming back to the lightning just really makes them that much more dynamic. So um, I'll, I'm going to go, uh, once again, I'm going to go shot here. Um, I'm going to say shot and Braden point is the means more. If you could say it like that, uh, I'm going to go beer. I think it may, I might be equal on this
0: because there's just times where I look at those two guys, Braden point, he had a hell of an offensive season against the uh, against everybody last year. I think it was like, what was it, 10 straight games with a goal last year yeah, versus oh, the yeah. Islanders and everyone. And then it was, he's been out. And although I think everybody's filled in for him well, their power play has not been as good minus Braden points. Mm-hmm. Not that Corey Perry can't do it uh, or do the role. He would only did it for 15 <laughs> years with Anaheim and won uh, a hard trophy doing it. But I mean, I also think Kadri might be their uh, one of their centers they use for matchups too. So that's where I'm I'm, I'm undecided about this. Hopefully, both these guys are healthy, and hopefully, they're going to be at their best because they might be a huge difference in this series on
1: on both teams. And Anthony, one last point, one last point on this: uh, you spelt uh, points first name wrong. It's Braden with an E, not an O.
0: Motherfucker. Uh, uh, all right well hold on let me get it up at least title my sex tape and uh well at least i got this one right as we're going to move on john cooper is the most underrated coach or player in nhl in the nhl right now
1: um shot he's not i don't think he's underrated i think he gets i think he gets the credit he deserves for sure. Um, one of the best coaches in the in the NHL. Back to back cups. Um, you know, everyone that speaks to him speaks of him high how highly regarded of a person he is. Um, you know, well educated. I think he was a law- He was a lawyer or an attorney before he actually started Astral. coaching. Yeah. Um, no, he, he's he's fantastic. I mean, you know, when you talk about best coach, I don't know you all talk about Barry Trotz and whatnot, but John Cooper, um, at this point, how could he not be? He's at the top of the heap.
0: I mean, I'm I'm actually gonna go beer to this because you're right about this, and there's a couple reasons why I'm gonna undo my own argument on this. And um, by the way, everybody, the answer is on why Anthony's face keeps getting covered is we're supposed to be a threesome up here, so it's that's what my main graphics for. I have to try to adjust those. But the the thing about Cooper is every year he's never mentioned for a coach of the year. Uh, everybody knows how good he is. He's never won a Jack Adams. How has he never won a Jack Adams award? And that's still boggling to me. But then again, he's the coach of team Canada. Mm-hmm. He's the, um. he's, I mean, everybody knows how great of a guy he is and all, but it's just, I, I don't, I don't get it, Anthony. I it, uh, He's just, he's somebody that's like the least talked about greatness of this era, I think, but that's just me. All right, moving on to John Tortorella and Philly Press will be a match made in hell. For those of you who don't know, and I've seen it in the comments, so you guys already know, Tortorella was offered the Flyers job today, or yesterday, late last night, by uh, or Kevin Weeks came on and said that. the Tortorella and the, uh, Tortorella and the Philly Press will be a match made in hell. And... I'm I'm using this to describe just how entertaining it's going to be, Anthony. It's I got to buy around on this. It's I mean, definitely around. There's going to be so much that he's going to have to talk about. First off, he's got to get Rasmus Ristolainen to play defense. Uh, and uh, I mean, who knows who they might acquire in the off season?
1: Because Philly is just going to be,
0: it, uh, Philly's going to be active. We know this. Yeah, it's going to be great.
1: I can't wait <laughs> to hear. Uh, it's going to be awesome. I'm looking forward to it.
0: The one thing we all know, though, is once you hire John Tortorella, your team is better. It is that easy to say. Anthony, your thoughts on this?
1: No, it's 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 great. Um, it's his personality kind of fits. He's you know he's loud, he's boisterous, he, he speaks his mind. Um, I can't wait to hear the torch sound bites again after a game when a reporter asks him a question after a loss. It's it's great. He's he's must see TV. But and, and no. he, he – at the root of it, you know he he's a he's a great coach. You know he's the last he's the last coach to take down the Lightning in a playoff series. That's um, correct. The Blue Jackets swept them. Um, he's he's a good coach. He's definitely a good coach. He demands a lot out of his players. Um, I think it's a good hire for the Flyers. I think he's definitely what the Phil
0: what the Flyers need. I was gonna say Philadelphia, and then I chickened out. Say is starting to say it halfway through. but uh the he's exactly what the flyers need they need somebody that's gonna come in and clean things up um get these guys skating again and they will skate through a wall for john tortorella Mm -hmm. i can i can tell you that uh the best quote ever said about him was when the rangers hired him in 2009 marty st louis said the new york rangers just became a better team today and they're gonna start playing the right way and that's what torts does he that's what he expects out of people second most active um u.s coach in wins or u.s american-born coach in wins peter, La- peter laviolette number one i almost screwed it up guys all right and our last one for the day bruce cassidy will get vegas back into cup contention i give it to you mr laracco
1: um i'm gonna say beer it's, it's more on mccrimmon see if he makes the right moves to to get the roster in place but um I thought Cassidy got a raw deal in Boston. Um, you know, he even said that when the playoffs ended, he, you know, he, um, he was told that he was safe uh, and then he goes ahead and gets fired, you know, a couple of weeks later. So I thought he got a raw deal. Um, I think he's, you know, I think he's a good coach, good move for Vegas. Um, but again, you know, Kelly McCrimmon's got work to do in the off season to, to make sure that, you know, Vegas doesn't miss the playoffs again. Um, you know, they're not in the best cap situation. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do, but Vegas is a team that always has their hand in the mix of a player that comes on the market. I don't know how, uh, but they always do. Um, so we'll see what he can put together. But I mean, if you're picking a coach, uh, you know, I think they made the right choice in Bruce Cassidy.
0: I'm actually going to buy around on this. I think he's going to be a great fit for them. Uh, when you have the pick of the litter and really Vegas had the pick of the litter as soon as they... Uh, got rid of Pete DeBoer, that Pete DeBoer made me nervous because I said back in November that Vegas was going to miss the playoffs. And then they did. I also said Pete DeBoer was going to get fired. Then they did. So and not that I'm relishing in it. I was just happy to be right. Uh, I I don't wish anybody to be fired. (laughs) But it's – but no, Bruce Cassidy is going to get them playing his way. And they got a hell of a top line, patch with stone and Eichel. If that's the line that they decide they want to go with, you're right about that. McCribbin's going to have uh, his hands full trying to figure it all out, but that's, you know, <laughs> it's, it's going to be good yep. to see, to see Vegas. Well, winning again, we'll see about, it. they have a lot of holes, defense everywhere else, how they manage the the actual salary cap. Cause now they can't just hold out everybody for the playoffs. All right, everybody, that was the end of Big Apple Hockey Bar Talk, where we gauge our confidence on NHL topics based on our choice of drink. Uh, and again, I want to sh- give a shout-out to our new sponsor. Yes, that's right. We sold out because we have to. We're trying to make money. <laughs> and we're going to, we got the Manscaped products right over here. You got the ear and nose trimmer right there. Yes, that's
1: good. Yes. Yeah.
0: They, they got a lot of great stuff so far. I've been using it and. And I've been loving it so far. Go to Big Apple Hockey. Sorry, go to manscaped.com. Put in BAH for a promo code 20% off for and free shipping. So it's, we're going to go and take your comments now. Unless, Anthony, you don't have an editorial, right? No. Okay. We're going to take your comments now, guys. So uh, where do I say? There it is. All right. Playing tonight, by the way. Braden Point is playing tonight. Wow. Yep. Yep.
1: Well, yep. No. Sucks for Colorado, but to beat the best, you gotta be the best no matter who's playing. So
0: <laughs> Braden O'Keefe. <laughs> Jeez. There was I'm trying to remember which one. Uh Anthony, Justin Taves. Uh yeah. I'm trying to remember which one that I had. Uh that (laughs) court no it was actually a wig that i had from halloween one year when i dressed up as link uh vegas is picking colorado they're minus 150 how about that
1: (laughs) yeah um telling you i think colorado i think colorado wins but we'll see i'm excited to to watch the finals and um I know how you, I know how Ranger fans are, are, you know, are feeling right now. You get, you get so close and the finals come around and, you know, it's uh it's hard to swallow, you know, two years in a row, I got to experience that heartbreak and, um, doesn't, doesn't, uh, it doesn't go, it doesn't go away, uh, for you know you know, what? a little bit, but Anthony, a friend of mine
0: walked out to me right as the Rangers lost to the, to the lightning. And he's a huge Islander fan. And he just says, Mark, I know how this goes. You are losing seven of them next year. And it's one of those jokes you don't want to hear it at the time. It gets funnier the more that I think about it. And so it's yeah. it's, it's, it's um, also like one of those comments of is it better to have loved and lost than have never
1: loved at all? It's, so it's like one of it's one of those things where like in when they when the lightning beat the islanders in the bubble when they met again last year. It's, it's like, oh, you know, what are the chances they beat him again? you know it's like now it's their time, and so you, you think you know this time you have it in the bag, but um you know that that clearly wasn't wasn't the case, but um I don't I don't know uh, we'll just have to see you know if, if the lightning go on to win three cups, then you know kudos to them because that's just an incredible achievement. uh
0: I think this is a great idea for us to do during the summer. We're going to make a bingo card, and we're just going to have you guys just, uh, just I guess, either print one up at home or just do whatever. Uh, yeah. Times that I mispronounce a player or misspell their name, and times Anthony adjusts his hat, or uh, times that Philk loses the Wi-Fi.
1: <laughs> there's, there's so many of those. We're, we'll figure out how to do that. Or, or how many times you spell a guy's name wrong.
0: Yes, or misspell their name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, that's embarrassing. You know the worst was still the worst one overall was misspelling the fourth period because I thought Panyota I went to the parody account.
1: Yeah. So, (laughs) which I still.
0: uh, Yeah, actually, yeah, and then you can all compare cards at 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 uh year's end. I gotta get that going. I gotta finish the website. I got so I got so many things on my mind and I'm right now I'm still sweating. Jesus. My, my air conditioning was going crazy yesterday. Yeah. It kept on, like we had, um, the, 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 oven was on in the kitchen. So they, they were cranking it. It felt like an ice box in here. And I love air conditioning, especially on my manscaped balls, but it's just, uh, <laughs> the, I, I love air conditioning <laughs> that it's, but it was like way too much. And then I w- I went to sleep kind of shivering today. And just oh, I I hope none of you ever feel like this. This is terrible. I feel like I just watched
1: Jurassic World Dominion. So, well, um, what are we about a month uh, a month away from the start of free agency? July July thirteenth. Yep. yep. And we will be doing our free agent special that day. That'll definitely and, happen. And the draft is July seventh. So we're we're getting we're getting close to. You know, the action here, um, you now, as much as as much as I want hockey to keep going, I'm also looking forward to the offseason because it's, you know, those those, you know, week and a half or well, week between the draft and free agency. It's very, very uh, well, actually, should say from the end of the Stanley Cup finals to free agency. It's, you know, kind of exciting time for a hockey fan, a lot going on. Um, but the flip side, literally. After the second day of free agency, everything kind of just dies. Um, yeah, never, very rarely like, does a guy well. wait till the third day of free, for free agency to sign. Yeah, the most recent scenario I think it was uh Suter and Prize, I think, got announced on July 5th uh, or July 4th. Um, other than that, you know, it's it's the first day. And then some of the second, you know, second guy, third tier guys sign on, you know, second day. But most everybody's the first day of free agency. And we got lots of stuff that we have planned for the offseason. I've gone over
0: them with you before. Obviously, our year in review is always going to be up there. This will be our first year as Big Apple Hockey. One of my favorite uh, videos was the assembling of all things Rangers that is coming into this right now. Um, Anthony, let's go with what Rick said right now. Um, would you trade Kako for a mid-first round pick right now? Uh, my short
1: answer, by the way, is no. I don't. I don't think this draft is that deep. I'm not. I'm not high on Caco. Um, I don't think he's ever going to live up to being the second overall pick. Um, you know. So, with that said, mid-first round pick, I'm going to say no to that as well because. I mean, a mid first round pick, you're talking about a guy that has, you know, there's no guarantee he's going to be better than what kako's going to be. So um, to that, I say no. I mean, if your goal is to get another first round pick and then, you know, package it with other stuff, then maybe. But um, otherwise, no, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't trade Kako for a mid first round pick. And this is from a guy who doesn't really like particularly like Kako. So.
0: Who's going to be the better player in the end? Capo or
1: Kirby Doc? Kirby Doc. Definitely. Yeah, I think All right. so.
0: All right. Well, because again, Kako, look, the guy was number one in central scouting. I, I watched a video today that I have to share with you guys later and 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 rip on it because there was a a video about the 2012 draft that was done. And uh Look, Edmonton was taking Nail Yakupov. There was no way around that. The central when central scouting says somebody's the best, bar none, and there's no one close. I remember the night that they won the lottery, and all all they said on on um uh CBC was so they're getting Nail Yakupov now, right? Or TSN? I forget which one it was, but yeah, they got TSN, but. Uh, I think actually, by the way, core. I think the guy that's gonna get him a center is gonna be Kratzoff. Krat- maybe you package Kratzoff and Lundqvist together, and you-, you end up getting something.
1: Yeah, but I don't, I don't think Kratzoff will
0: you- ever play with the New York Rangers.
1: Go ahead. How much? How much value do they have? Kratzoff hasn't proved anything at the NHL level, and Nils Lundqvist, I mean, hasn't obviously hasn't either. You know, he didn't. Yeah, but you're not trading so- it for Mark Shifley. What?
0: Like you're not trading him for Mark Scheifele. You don't need a big time center. This Oh, team... then, yeah, that
1: Oh, yeah, sure. But I'm saying you're not getting a you're not getting some high-end elite second line center, well if you're elite probably for but you know what I'm saying, you're not getting an elite player for 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 Krasov and Nils Lundqvist. It's just not happening.
0: Yeah. And uh Mike's got this one that he said uh this will never happen by the way. We need a new salary structure, something more like MLB with a luxury tax. so teams with no income taxes don't have as much of an advantage. Well, there's only really two oh three of them I'm sorry, three organizations that have that advantage, Dallas and both Florida teams, but as opposed to say the Montreal and the Rangers who are in high tax situations and the California teams but uh it'll it'll never happen because. They want a hard cap. And that's what they want. They don't even want to do a yeah. soft cap. So you can go over that. Uh, Other chances a team signs Kako to an offer sheet. The Rangers can't and won't match, I think, Kakaniyemi.
1: Yeah, Anthony. you know what? It's true. Kakaniyemi hasn't, you know, like Kako, hasn't really proved a whole lot yet either. But the difference there is there was the history between Carolina and Montreal. I think that's the main reason. You know, if the, if that history wasn't there, I, I truly don't believe the Hurricanes would have offer sheeted Kakaniyemi. Um, so I, I don't see a team going out of the way to offshoot Capocako at this point. I mean, it could have happened, sure. Um, but I, I don't see it as of right now. Armin, um, I don't know about this
0: one only because Strom is gone. We know that. Petrano's gone, money reasons, you're right about that. Mott, I think, stays because he's gonna be affordable. I think Andrew Copp is going to, look, we talked about this before. Brian Russ's contract is actually going to help the Rangers negotiate with Andrew Copp, but the fact that he's a center might end up pricing him out. And then he ends up in say, I keep saying it. And a lot of people said it too, Detroit. That's just where I'm looking.
1: I would personally, uh, I, I would, I think the Rangers should, should get, um, Vinny Trocek. As a center over Cop or Strom, that's that's my that's my personal opinion. Um, I that think, is not a bad opinion, Anthony. I think Cop, I think Cop's more suited as a really strong third line center. Um, and if they re-sign him, don't with what they're going to pay him, it's going to be to be the second line center. And I I think that Trocheck is is a much better option as a second line center than Cop is. Um, so. That's what I think they should do. But I have a feeling that they're going to keep Cop. But, well, I guess we'll have to see.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, we're going to see about that soon enough. Uh, Richie, just to answer this question for you, why would you trade Kako for buchnevich Or, sorry, would you trade Kako for buchnevich 30 goals plus 30, I would trade Panarin for buch Because, again, of course, the salary cap is going to come into play on this one. I know you would trade Panarin for buch but that's also because buch was your guy. Booch also, I believe, has no trade protection, and Panarin has a full no trade protection, so it's just not going to happen. But I mean, by the way, if you're St. Louis, you take that deal any day of the week. So Vegas has no state income tax as well. All right, thank yeah. you very much. I forgot about that. I think Kirk uh, Kago was was just curses with multiple covids and then injury. We'll see about that.
1: I think the worst scenario for the Rangers would be to re-sign Ryan Strom. Um, I think that would be a terrible decision. A hundred percent, one hundred and
0: ten percent. I I can't say this and look again. I try not to let my fandom get in the way of my opinions, but this is still my opinion as as a writer on here and uh, and a host. So I'm, I'm not even being impartial. But if Ryan Strom is the answer, what the hell is the question? Honestly, what, he really, what does he really give the New
1: York Rangers that no one else can You're, give? Not, you're, not, winning, you're not winning a Stanley Cup with, with Ryan Strom as your second-line center. Just, I, I, I just don't see it. I, right. I, I don't see it. He's a fly-by offensive player. He's adequate
0: at best, if physically speaking. He doesn't exactly have a great wrist shot. He doesn't pass the puck particularly well. He takes offensive zone penalties. I'm killing his contract right now (laughs) as far as his negotiating power. I'm sorry, Ryan, but you know, I'd have Dylan Strom before I'd have Ryan Strom. So move on from that. Yeah. Uh, hard cap is a team destroyer with that favors teams with no income taxes. That's right. Uh, which one of the deep, uh, we'll go with what Tommy's question is, which one of the deep prospects do you think has the most promise going forward on this team? Nils Jones or Robinson?
1: Well, it's tough. Uh, Cause I mean, I know, I know um, Nils was when we were doing off season, mainly step boy Steven, but um, a lot of, I mean, we're really hyping Nils Lundquist, like expecting him to come in right away with the way some of you guys were talking about him, And you know, or Trophy and all this stuff. That's why you, got, you really got to pump the brakes sometimes. I know in your heart you want to, but um, I didn't see it from him in his cup of tea in the NHL level. Um, and even in the AHL, he didn't, I mean, he didn't exactly tear it up. Um, so I'm not, I'm not sure about him. Um, I'm actually going to go off the board and say Robertson, truthfully. Um, but we'll, but we'll see. Uh, You know, we'll see how they continue to develop in the offseason because, you know, obviously there's still so much time for them to develop and, you know, become an everyday defender in this league. But um, right now, my gut says Robertson.
0: Uh, I don't think that's off the board that much. I'm going to go with Robertson because he fits what this team might need. Uh, The other two guys might have a little bit more trade value that's in there. And the the other thing to kind of go with that, going what you're saying before. A lot of us just were high on Nils Lundqvist. You look at his scouting highlights. Oh, my God, what this kid could look like. And he was sort of the promise that was there. But when you have when you have Adam Fox in place, and so that immediately takes away Power Play 1. And his one goal, by the way, was on Power Play 2. I was there for that. So that was that was a bullet. He just released it. This kid's got pure talent. I just don't see how the Rangers don't use him to improve their forward unit and uh, at least rescue a little bit of that Ryan McDonough trade, which has been terrible. So (laughs) uh, that that trade's been awful. Um, Let me see what Cora's got here. We're excited that he wants to be here, and we think uh, the world of him, both on and off the ice, Drury on uh, Strom they are all going to say nice things about each other. Not everybody is Garrett Cole who put on the hat and then said, I'm no longer an employee of the Houston Astros. So, but he did, they did hug him. uh, Him and Panarin, I think hugged after uh, the game Saturday night. But, uh, so I, I, Anthony, I just, I don't see any way the Rangers
1: keep Ryan Strom. I would hope not, but, (laughs) <laughs> you, you just don't. You just don't know. I mean, if if Drury feels that he can't get a fair trade for a second line center that's going to benefit his team in the short term and the long term, um, maybe he feels that Ryan Strom is the best is the best option because he he has that chemistry with Artemi Panarin. I think it would be the wrong choice, but I mean, we'll see which which way it goes.
0: You know a great chemistry with Artemi Panarin, Patrick Kane. Do you know a great t- chemistry with Artemi Panarin, Matt Duchene. And it wasn't just cuz I was trying to rhyme. You know a great chemistry with Artemi Panarin, Artemenisimov. How about this? I could be on a line with 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 Artemi Panarin and have 25 goals in the NHL. So, and I'm 44 everybody. That's not exactly young. So, it's there's a lot of it where like putting the Rangers need to lower their costs because they need to start. They got guys that they're going to have to pay soon. You're going to have to pay Keandre Miller. You're going to have to pay Alexi Lafreniere. You got to pay Kako. Got to think about the future. It's not just, it's just just now. And you know what? Filipino is going to come up for all those guys. Well, wait, I think his contract is good. So,
1: so getting, being able to get rid of Trouba right now would be a godsend for them because that's $8 million off their cap. Um, and I, th- I think I think he was hard on what ended up being the game winner, Stamkos' second goal. He got smoked by Stamkos going down yeah. that side. Um, he took a lot of bad penalties. Um, you know, it, it, I'd say, Mark, it, it's looking like that one fifty point year in Winnipeg was just a was just an aberration because um, he doesn't really look like he has any offensive talent other than you know a hard, a hard shot. So. Um, if they can get rid of Truba, that would be fantastic. Um, Panarin. Now listen, if I was a Ranger fan, I'd be furious at Panarin with his effort. We're going to find out there's a big injury in kind of how he looked. Um, you know, he loafed and I'd be mad about it, but, um, I wouldn't be looking to move, uh, Panarin. He's still an elite offensive player. Um, and moving him already after, you know, just signing a couple of years ago isn't the best look, but um I get what you're saying though. Obviously moving guys with cap hits like him, eight and eleven million dollars helps long term, but right now I don't think it's I don't think it's realistic. Um I think the Rangers might have to do what, what the Islanders did and wait a couple of years um till the term left on Truba's contract dwindles a little bit and then is you know, and um no movement I think changes, and that's the time to move him. But I think you're stuck with them for at least the next two years. Let me um, go further into this question
0: and the no move clauses modify after 2024 season uh, on both him and Chris Kreider. And my answer on all that is they're not waiving their no trade clauses. There's no chance we can talk about it. We can talk about it as fans, put it, put it into this situation. You're in a house that's rebuilding. The house is now pretty much built and, your your wife says hey uh get out move out you're gonna say no you're gonna squat it's just like that it's it, you know there's uh, the terrible metaphor oh my god that was a terrible metaphor but it's just when they came to rebuilding teams and now that the rangers are good and part of it is because of our type and and i hate to say it they put up a stat about the most blocked shots and the most hits uh in the playoffs came from who jacob truba does Truba need to be better? Hell yeah. And we talked about that goal that Stamco scored. And, you know, he just blew right past him. All the Islander fans at the bar were very happy as soon as that happened. <laughs> so, that, uh, if we weren't even done celebrating the goal and then suddenly bang.
1: All right, see you next season. That, that hurts. hurts. That hurts. Actually, I... I kind of compared the situations. I don't know what was worse. You know, as an Islander fan, losing one nothing in Game 7 on a shorthanded goal nonetheless, or the Rangers tying the game, looking like you have life, only for 21 seconds for Tampa to come down and score. I think they're both equally as bad. Again, Anthony, I, I can't help but say this. Just that's that's the
0: mental aspects of Tampa. That is That is why they are... Right now, two-time Stanley Cup champions, and I'm saying in six, three-time Stanley Cup champions come uh, two weeks from now. But th- this team, the the Rangers got the goal from Vitrano and it came out of nowhere. And hell, you scored on Vasilevsky in a closeout game, you know. Yeah, and you you saved those pucks. Uh, them in Toronto had both of them.
1: Um, you know, R- Richard, obviously a. I- I respect. Oh, I never seen Major asset. I respect your opinion, but I don't I mean, I don't know. I mean, to try to look at him objectively. Um, he's he takes bad penalties um numerous times throughout the course of the year in the playoffs. He's gotten he's gotten beat and he looked like he didn't exactly hustle to get back. Um and he makes eight million dollars. Eight million dollars for a defenseman who is not a top producing defenseman or not a Jacob Slavin or Adam Pellick shutdown defenseman is just way too much. He is not a major asset to your team. And if the Rangers traded him, they would be so much better off because their captain situation improves immensely. Um, and they can fill his, they could fill the role with a cheaper defenseman who could do what he does at half the cost. Um, sorry. Jacob Truba is far from a major asset to that team. Um.
0: No, but that's what he was saying. Well, uh, I think he was saying we're I think I I described him as a major asset. I don't think I did, but uh Jacob Truba, as soon as he signed that contract, before the, the, the ink was even dry, his role changed. I've said this before, I'll say it again. I think he was power play one quarterback for a month. And then D'Angelo got it. And then it went to Fox, then back to D'Angelo. There's just yeah, and, and Fox went on to win a Norris trophy. Fox, look, it's kind of funny as you're describing Jacob Truba taking bad penalties, getting beat, not as good as what people make him out to be. That reminds me of Ryan Strom. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna keep going back to this. Sorry. I mean Ryan Strom's gonna punch me in the face when I one day when I meet him. But it's my 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 first I guess my first comment would be gee, I wish I was an open net, so you would have missed. Uh, and, I,
1: and I understand he says try, it's more than about points. It absolutely is more than about points. But he's but my point is he's not exact for eight million dollars. He's not exactly playing at an elite shutdown level either. He makes he makes too many mistakes. Um, and as you saw in the Stamkos goal, he easily gets burnt too much. Um, yeah, it's just it's just the way it is. Uh, I I I think they'd be better off. I think they'd be better. Oh, off you were, without him.
0: Oh, okay. He was saying it's a major asset. So my bad on that one. But by the way, uh, I'm going to end the poll here. Anthony, Colorado Avalanche. Fifty-seven percent of people are saying the Avalanche are going to win this series. Wow, go Avs! Go. Fifty-seven percent. I mean, they got the talent to do it. Question is, do they have it in goal? But uh, I think one of the guys just said it just now. I want to go back up and say it. Uh, I was watching some of the uh, mid-season. Uh, Yeah, our man. First up, by the way, thank you for watching some of the midseason chats. But a lot of people were down on Keandre Miller. And uh, Phil concluded he was right there. But you got to look at Keandre Miller. He made a huge jump from St. Patrick's Day to the just a week after the trade deadline. That guy just improved. He is going to be a stud. And they're going to have to pay him, too. So can't do any stupid things like sign Ryan Strone to an eight year, seven million dollar deal. Or Ryan Strom at all, but uh, God, everything hurts right now. <laughs> I'm gonna be I'm gonna be resting after this. Yeah, Everest <laughs> is right there with you, 100, percent Anthony. And Tommy, you're right about that. I'd like to see Miller with Schneider, but uh I think we got a little bit too much on playing too many rookies. You can't have Jones and Robinson together. They're two rookies. They'll just be there. So. Uh, I don't know. that Again, that's not that's not a bad pairing to put that one in. We'll see about that one. Uh, I, I didn't read any of these, which, by the way, I'm always reading them because I immediately take this and throw it on the audio. But uh, since we got... David's last one. Since we're not getting rid of Truba, it'll be better. It'll be criminal if we don't see a and Steiner uh, pairing. I'm so going for two years, two or three years, not next. What year. are you?
1: Um, what are your? What are your thoughts on um, the draft in, per, in relation to uh, the Devils possibly trading that second overall pick? I think it's worth
0: the Devils for trading the pick. I think the one thing is. They're kind of doing this in not exactly the deepest year. Uh, the Devils, I think, have enough assets to uh, sort of go with it right now. But I, I also look at them and like—is Lindy Ruff really the answer, a coach? And it, especially with this crop of coaches right now,
1: I think I think they're going to try to give him another year with maybe a better goaltending situation and and see and see how he does um you know cuz again if theoretically if they trade that second overall pick in a package for Alex it, um and then they you know get a better goalie they'll be they'll be a lot better of a team next season I agree with that 100% yeah. and i
0: i actually liked uh, Mackenzie blackwood i thought he was a pretty good goalie but he's he was a shell of himself last yeah, year he- right? i don't know how much of it had to do with the the
1: covid controversies or
0: whatever he can't stay. He can't
1: a, stay healthy. Um, he just can't. And yeah, and even when he was healthy, he really played at a at a subpar level. So I think they're going to be better off moving on. Um, um, yeah, this is a lot of you. people. A lot of people have been confused as to why it seems like the Brinkett's going to be a lock to be traded, um, and it's because. From what I gather, it's a couple of reasons. One, he's due a he's due a nine million dollar qualifying offer um, this coming offseason. and I guess the Blackhawks feel that paying him nine million dollars at this stage, when they're still going to be a rebuilding team for a couple more years, is counterproductive, um, and they feel though by time they are ready to. They are going to be ready to compete. He's going to be three or four years older, and they feel that they can get the most value for him right now, um, which when you explain it that way, um, I guess it, it does make a little bit of sense because, again, if you can get the second overall pick for Debrinket right now, you know, yeah. and you get either Shane Wright or or the Slovakian Slov, Um Who looks like he's going to be a pretty good player. Yeah, then, you know, I think I think you might have to do that. So by the way, how many times did the Devils win the lottery? Yeah, well, you could say the same thing about the Rangers or the days. Edmonton Oilers. Yeah, <laughs> but the but the Brink. brinket. But going back to the Brinkett, um, he's you know aside from. Well, no, really, really no aside from. He definitely is the the most sought after trade chip right now this off season. Um, he's the you know he's the number one prize. And unfortunately, um, there's really no team that could compete with the Devils' offer if that's what they really—if that's really what they put forth. I mean, you can't really compete with a second overall pick. Uh, I mean, obviously, there are other teams that can offer players, but realistically, um, no one's really going to be able to beat that. So, um, I'm going to highlight this one from Tommy, which is: Should the
0: Rangers package their second-round picks? and move up into the 15 to 25 range. It depends if you see a player that you're really interested in, but I'll tell you what, they got almost too many young players right now. Just, just go with what you got. Most of the guys that they got, they were already here. Um, hold off unless there's like the first, this really isn't that deep of a draft. I would say.
1: Yeah. I mean, if they, if they identify a player that they, that they want, then sure, go ahead and do it. But, other than that, I don't know, might be better to just stand pat.
0: And this is a team that's passed on centers for the last ever. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, unless you have somebody that really kind of gets you on that one. Oh, I am hitting a wall, something bad. So we're going to do about maybe five more minutes. Uh, it's uh, This is – I don't know what the hell I ate yesterday, <laughs> but it's killing me.
1: All right. This is going to be an um, important – important offseason for the Islanders. Um, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to, you know, seeing the moves that they, that they pull off. Um, you know, they're heavily going to be in the mix with, you know, Johnny Gaudreau. If he reaches unrestricted free agency, it um, seems like they would be with Philip Forsberg, but every, everything I keep hearing about Forsberg, it seems like he, you know, he may resign in Nashville. So I don't know if he's necessarily going to be an option, um, but Goudreau and, you know, Fiala, uh, they you know, well, Fiala is obviously through trade, but those gotta be the top options right now. I think you
0: kind of hit your nail on the head with the Islanders right now because I mean, well, first off I should, I should give Lou a call and see what his plans are. because He's definitely not going to be doing that. But, uh, the, with the Islanders, if they go for the big free agents and with Goudreau and, uh, of uh, Forsberg, I always want to add the L because of Peter Forsberg, but I unfortunately <laughs> did not. Uh, and Rich, by the way, I'm getting your comment in a minute because I agree with you 100 on that. the The thing about the Islanders is how much of their identity are they changing right now? Are they still going to be that defense first type of team? Are they going to try to open it up? I I, I don't really like that uh, if if I'm the Islanders because. Although you know what, Ilya Sorokin can handle it. I think he's one of those goalies that the more uh, shots he gets, the better he gets into the game. But well,
1: I mean, Lane, Lane Lambert said that you know, there one thing's not going to change that they're going to be this. They're going to be really hard to play against. Um, but I, I, there are definitely going to be some aspects of Barry Trotz's game that he that he keeps um, for sure. Uh, but I think he I think he also is going to open it up a little bit um, to get to get more offense. Because I think he recognizes that the team needs, needs their creative players to have some more freedom. So uh, I think for sure that they're going to be a more offensive team next year. Well,
0: let me first say this with Rich right now on the Rangers. And also I'm going to talk about that rebuild re- very quick on how it turned on a dime. But this is why you're right. The Rangers have to stop chasing expensive players. I know the Mark Scheifleys, everybody else. They're going to need that cap space because they identified they were top heavy team. That's what you have to do. You have to get your Nick Pauls. You have to get your, um, well, Braden points making some coin down there in Tampa you get, there's so many guys that they got to get, you got to fill out depth everywhere. Depth, depth, depth. It's either that, or you're going to be like the Islanders who spread the money out pretty evenly throughout the team. But I mean, right now, Kyle Palmer is not living up to that contract. Uh, Brock Nelson looks like a bargain, by the way, right now on the other hand. So it's there's there's a lot of that. And it's it's just how are you managing the cap? And Lou is Lou obviously wants to spend it on depth uh, and Drury wants to spend it on stars. That's why you're right about this. Ottman is a cheap wing coming in at uh, an ELC. And Ottman might not even be here the entire time. But what about Will Cooley? There's other guys that might get in there into that lineup. But by the way, David, that's just funny right there. But rebuilds could turn on a dime. Anthony, I'm going to say this about this. The Rangers rebuild turned on. They got Kako. They, they signed uh, uh, Panarin. They brought up Sisterkin, who they already had. And then uh, I'll, I'll still put Jacob Trubo on that list of reasons why they were successful. But that's the reason why. I mean, can you imagine that, that rebuilds like that don't happen in Buffalo?
1: Yeah. Um, oh THG here. Uh, yeah. I I think um I think that this is I mean, really, Lou has really only tried to get the big fish once. And that uh, Ilya the, Kovalchuk? No. Well, with the Islanders. With the Islanders. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was the year. It was the year that Artemi Panarin was a free agent. Um, other than yeah. that, since Panarin's been a free agent, there hasn't really been a guy like him that's that's been available that he's really has gone for. So I think this year is different. I mean, you got Phil Forsberg, you got Johnny Gaudreau. Uh, to a lesser level, you have you know Kevin Fiala available uh, available through trade. Um, you know you have uh, Alex Alex the so if this, I agree to you, if this is the year that Lou wants to try for that big fish again, then, you know, go for it because it's, it's, a, it's a great opportunity. So um, I think he recognizes that the team needs more, more scoring and Barzell could really use a, a good running mate to play with. So, um, Mark, you better believe come 7.13 at noon, I've got to think that if he's still unsigned, that you know, Goudreau is going to hear a knock on his, on his door, and it's going to be a Brinks truck with Lou's face on the back of it. And
0: I have to agree with you on that one. the The first thing Lou would say is, "Sign with the New York Islanders." The second thing he said is, "Why is this asshole calling me again?" So it's the. uh By the way, David, yes, station burrito. You guys, you guys, you guys are coming up with some good ones of these on, on what I possibly ate last night. I still don't even know, but um. I, I got to You got to believe that. Yeah. The flyers are right there, but why, why wouldn't the Islanders make sense for Goudreau?
1: That's, that's the thing I would have to say. Yeah. I mean, I got to think the check, they check a lot of boxes on his list back in the, you know, metropolitan area, brand new building, um, great front office with Lou at the helm. Um, you know, team just came off back to back conference, conference finals appearances. Uh, so, I mean, Matt Barzell, elite center to play with. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he. I think they check a lot of boxes. So uh, I, I hope he makes it there. I, I hope he makes it unrestricted restricted free agency. So we'll see.
0: Yeah, I kind of feel like uh, the Futurama episode of Philip J. Fry right now when he ate the uh, the gas station egg sandwich. Uh, now, by the way, that's what THG is bringing up right here. If they whiff on him, I think they pivot and go after uh, Tarasenko.
1: If he still wants, you know, if he still wants out, I'm not. Well, I guess we'll have to we'll have to see an update on that in the offseason. But I haven't heard anything. Um, I would say more so if he whips on that. Kevin Fiala will probably be the will probably be the prize.
0: That's 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 a hell of a uh, consolation prize. I could tell you that one.
1: Um well, well we'll I mean we'll find out pretty pretty quickly because I, I gotta think that Fiala is gonna be a draft day is gonna be a draft day trade. So if he's not an islander, draft comes and grows, Fiala's traded elsewhere. Um that leads me to believe that Lou is gonna really go for Goudreau or Forsberg at that point. Where by the way, where where's the islanders drafting? They're drafting at nine? Thirteenth.
0: Thirteenth. So a mid-level first-round draft pick and a weak draft. Um, what else do you think they would have to give up in order to get that?
1: Or if Y'all is unsigned right now, right? Yeah, He's it's un- RFA. Yeah.
0: They might not even have to give up their first-round pick.
1: Speculation is maybe um, Ratu and a first.
0: Well, first... Uh, I guess you have to send that contract to court first, see if uh, he'll be the dress rehearsal. (laughs) People (laughs) tell me I look like Johnny Gaudreau. So outside of him being really cool, but just for the sake of uh, saving me, I pray he doesn't go to the Islanders. Well, here's the thing. Um, The Metro division is loaded with talent. And uh, you got to think, the most interesting offseason, when we eventually cover them, we're all going to be doing uh season reviews and previews on bigapplehockeypodcast.com but it's the i i got to say the Pittsburgh Penguins interest me the most and then the other part is what about the Washington Capitals the Washington Capitals got a lot of guys on like maybe Nick Backstrom maybe Nick Backstrom goes on LTIR because he's just had so many injuries and you know maybe they go after and try to uh, court if Malkin to play with Alexander Ovechkin for one year. But then again, I mean, yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of people that think he'll go to the Detroit Red Wings. Cause he wanted to always go to the Detroit Red Wings. I wonder what Pittsburgh is going to be. And you got a good architect with uh, Burke and uh, Hextall. I'm still going to say Hextall a group him in there. I liked what he had with the
1: flyers, but still. Well, the Penguins re-signed Malkin and Latang. They're not really going to be that interesting because that lead. I mean, that's really all they're. Wait, Malkin. they resigned. Oh, you said if they resign him? If they resign Malkin and Tang. Oh, okay. Malkin, then they don't have really much. But if if Malkin and the go elsewhere, then they're up for something because then they have a decent amount of cap space and they could they could go after Johnny Goudreau or, or someone else for that matter. So we'll see. But I think Vinny Trochek, hometown kid, I think he could be on the radar if Malkin doesn't go back there.
0: God, that would be terrible for a lot of teams in the Eastern Conference or in, and in the Metro Division if uh, Trocek goes over there. That guy's one hell of a player. But uh, what about the Carolina Hurricanes and all their free agents that they got that are going to be going? Yeah,
1: Niederreiter, Trocheck. Trocek. Um, they're poised to lose something. I mean, D'Angelo is an RFA, so they have some decisions to make. But, I mean, even if those guys left, I think they're good enough where they, they could still be a really good team. All right hey guys we're
0: at two o'clock right now and unfortunately I'm running on fumes that um uh that that gas station sushi is not going down very well it's got a huge headache on that one uh thanks for joining us today on the uh Stanley cup preview we are going to have a guest next week that's we were hoping to have a guest this week but there's we got some Big news as far as like guests and stuff like that going on. Obviously, go check out Manscaped. Go use our discount code. Go and, uh, go and get 20% off and free shipping and shave your balls. But just don't be a blonde. <laughs> yep. uh, that's, yep. that's, I mean, well, and you, like I was. I mean, that's what I was trying to say. Uh, you can be a blonde. Anybody can be a blonde. It's all right. It's totally fine. Um, I would love to stick 10 more minutes, David. But don't worry. We're going to be back on again soon enough. We're gonna do some recaps, at least some videos, uh, recapping the uh, the the finals. Uh, they might be recorded to keep them short. Those end up always getting more views. We I, have or, to um, we have a
1: long form format, but it works. We have to uh, we have to do our we should all do our free agent um, predictions for players too.
0: Yeah, we're gonna have to get them all down. There's a lot of good free that. agents that are gonna be out that. there.
1: We should do that the month away, we should do that soon. Have predict all where the free agents are gonna go. Probably
0: during our draft coverage. And uh, I'm gonna have to get on that. <laughs> um, Anthony. Of course,
1: the, the, the guest the guest is not Lou, but um it is uh it is a a recently retired goalie that should be coming on with us next week if all if all goes well. Um, A very prominent
0: name in USA hockey.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, guys,
0: again, thank you very much, everybody, for joining us today. And we are going to get going. I'm going to go lay down and beg for the sweet release of death. Anthony, uh, um, what's your
1: last words for the day? Uh, Enjoy uh, game one tonight, and uh, let's go abs. All right. Everybody take care. Have a great night.